Today's devotion is from John chapter 7, verses 25 through 44. Today, the theme would be, where is Jesus from? Beginning now at verse 25 of chapter 7. Now, some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, is not this the man whom they are trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from, but when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me, and you know where I am from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him because I am from him and he sent me. Then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come. Yet many in the crowd believed in him and were saying, when the Messiah comes, will he do more signs than this man has done? The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering such things about him, and the chief priests and the Pharisees sent temple police to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little while longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will search for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go, that he will not find that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying? You will search for me, and you will not find me, and where I am, you cannot come. On the last day of the festival, the great day, while Jesus was standing there, he cried out, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me, and let anyone who believes in me drink. As the scripture said, Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Now he said this about the Spirit, which believers in him were to receive, for as yet there was no Spirit, because Jesus was not yet glorified. When they heard these words, some in the crowd said, This is really the prophet. Others said, This is the Messiah. But some asked, Surely the Messiah does not come from Galilee, does he? Has not the Scriptures and uh, said that the Messiah is descended from David and comes from Bethlehem, the village where David lived. So there was a division in the crowd because of him. Some of them wanted to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him. Today's section of the reading begins and ends with questions about whether Jesus is the Messiah, and this question is being asked in regards to the place from where he has come. The first group that is questioning whether or not he is the Messiah believe that no one, this would be in the beginning part of, of our reading today, um, these people believe that no one will know from where the Messiah comes. That was a commonly held understanding of a messianic expectation that no one the Messiah would come from place, some place no one knew of. Um, and so many of them knew that Jesus had come from Galilee, 
So for some of these people that were listening to him, that ruled out his potential for being the Messiah. And that's clarified, I think, in uh, verses 25 and 20, uh, 25 through 27. Let me reread that for you here. Now, none of the people at Jerusalem were saying, is not this the man whom they are trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from. But when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. So that was one of the commonly accepted um, understandings of the expectation of the coming of the Messiah. Jesus' response to them is that he was sent by his father and that they wouldn't know where he is from where Jesus is from because they don't know his father. And the one who sent him is his father. But Jesus does know him because he is from him and his father has sent him. That is what is being clarified in verses 28 and 29. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, you know me and you know where I am from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. And yet many in the crowd believed in him as the Messiah. In verses 30 and 31, then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come. Yet many in the crowd believed in him and were saying, when the Messiah comes, will he do will he do more signs than this man has done? And their point being, this man Jesus has done miraculous signs. No one could do more signs than what he has done. Obviously, he is the Messiah. Others in the crowd maintain that the Messiah would be a descendant of David and come from Bethlehem. This group we hear more about at the end of our reading today. And they're thinking of the reading from Micah chapter 5, verse 2, um, which we use often during our uh, Christmas Eve services. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, are only a small village among all the people of Judah. Yet a ruler of Israel will come from you, one whose origins are from a distant past. And then we also have um, an understanding of these crowds who believed in Jesus, um, that Jesus saw that faith, saw that belief, and said in response to them, out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Jesus said this about the spirit believers um, in him were to receive. And that's found in verses 37 and 38. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, 38 and 39. Jesus continues to clarify his identity in the context of unbelievers and believers debating over his status as the Messiah, mostly in the context of where he is from. But what most unbelievers have been missing all along is that the place where Jesus come, comes from is from his Father, it's from God, it's from the place of heaven. He and his Father are one, and we'll hear more 
explication of this thought and this concept later on in John chapter 10. Earlier in John 6, our previous chapter, Jesus is the bread that has been sent down from heaven. He comes from, from heaven, from God. Today in John 7, Jesus says that the people do not know the one who has sent him, but that he, Jesus, knows him because that is where he is from. Again, his Father, God. So Jesus and the Father are one. That is his identity. And that is his hometown. Now, in light of your faith, who are you? You are a child of God. You are sons and daughters of the Most High God. That is your identity. Your identity is not that you have made mistakes or that you're a failure or that you're incompetent or whatever your head tries to tell you. Your identity is that you belong to God, that he loves you and that he covers you with his grace. And where is your home? Well, I could say I'm from Northwest Iowa. That's where I was born. But ultimately, that's not my home. That's a location just like Scottsdale or Phoenix is a location. But where I'm truly from, where we, where we as believers are truly from, is from God. And that will be our eternal home. I pray that God will, re, will bless your reflection upon this devotion today. I know these are um, very challenging sections of John, but I pray that God will bless your reflection upon this devotion and that God will bless your day.